When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Oh my god, we're I'm going straight in. I can't, I can't see oh, yes, you, Vic. <laughs> Uh, start video. I'm not talking until I can see you. There you go. Hello, Laura. Hello, Victoria. How are you? Um, Laura's just got back from a PT sesh. Mm-hmm. She's a sweaty bitch. That's, Talk us through it. What happened? That's where I'm at now. Emotionally, this is who I am. She's got a fucking personal trainer. Way the muscles are biceps are out already. They're out. Uh, so it is my friend. Um, be free if you want to find her on Instagram. So uh, last week when I came back from my first PT lesson, yeah, I said to Steve the an accurate description of what it felt like was I got to the top of the stairs and thought I might just throw myself back down because I can't <laughs> bear to use my legs. I have to walk back down. It was it was pretty painful. But yeah, we've spoken at length for years about the diet industry and like how she's the sort of the same page as us. She would so yeah, uh, long story short, it's great. It's great, it's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be ripped. What was she doing for you? Um, like what are you what sort of stuff are you doing? Cardio, bit of weight training, what everything. is it? Yeah, so she she is a I don't want to call her a weightlifter. She lifts weights. Yeah. Um, she'd knock me out in one punch. So where are you? Are you like in a gym or are you in the park or what, how are you doing it? She has a gym and a house. Oh my God. Amazing. So she's got all the weights and stuff there. And so, yeah, she's got all the weights and she's got a fucking evil bike and it's like your arms and your legs go at the same time. Oh yeah. It's called the abuse bike or something. Like that. I can't, <laughs> what's, what's an attack, 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 attack. <laughs> The abuse bike. <laughs> That's just your psychological interpretation of it because it's shit. It felt abusive. Yeah. yeah I bet. She said to me, ride on it for 45 seconds. 45 seconds. You know, and you're like, all right, fuck off. Yeah. I, I might be an amateur, that. but I'm not yeah. that much of an amateur. <laughs> Fucking hell. Absolutely. I had to do that three times in the space of an hour. And by the third time, I'm not kidding you when I say it, it was like wet spaghetti. <laughs> flopping on my legs and my arms just trying to hold on to the bars and pedal it was awful so yeah that's that's been my morning but how good is it though does it make you feel good yeah yeah i mean i need everything right now to make me feel good right so yeah <laughs> and it's it. uh it's you know it's mental health awareness month this month oh is it how about yeah. i didn't know that i mean you know every month is mental health awareness uh, for us isn't it for or me it just mate, mental I, know, I don't even get a day off let alone a month off <laughs> Um, but how are you the the kitchen the the and the house is looking beautiful yeah I've been um a decorating slag this week uh got a bit of downtime work's a bit quiet so I thought yeah smash out some painting um it's looking beautiful. but now obviously in my ridiculous way that I am 
I recently finished painting the living room and uh, I just should have waited. I'm so impatient. This is if, if anyone's in a renovation, don't decorate anything downstairs if you're having open plan space. Just wait until the end because until it's all come together, you can't mm. actually envision what it's going to look like, especially not with colour. So, mm. yes, I have now decided after lying awake for about four hours last night, that I have got to change the colour in the living room because um, I've painted the kitchen this lovely green and the living room is green and green and green I can do and I love but it's just it's the wrong tone. Too much. It's all the it's the wrong palette Laura. I did watch your stories and I did see and yeah. I agree I think that they are too they you know they're not cleansing the palette are they? No that, that one in the kitchen is absolutely beautiful it's like oh, the I mean, nicest green ever it's so sexy it's bancher yeah. fyi for and um but uh yeah right, so i might go blue like there's this like really nice blue and i'm not i don't really have any blue in my house so i thought okay well, well i mean i'm all for the blue different but yeah my no, bedroom is blue and room. pink babe it's very blue calming it's very calming but it's yeah. really hard because even then when i'm putting the test on like oh, i just love green green does something to me I think I must have been an actual woodland creature when I was uh, in a former life because I just love green and it's evocative of nature, is it not? Well, I, I've always been a big green goer. Yeah. But uh, ever so recently, I've kind of uh, changed my appetite for it and <laughs> yeah. uh, ventured into other colours like greys, blues and pinks. And I am the least pink person ever. I don't like pink at all. I don't yeah. wear it. I know I've got bright red hair, but you know I just don't like it and yet sometimes it's just, yeah a little pop of it similar. it is it's lovely it's lovely yeah, it's boring as fuck yeah sorry oh, just you know what though you say that and every time I do um DIY decorating stuff on my on my Instagram people go fucking mental for it it might be a hangover from my um starting out days when I was just purely interiors maybe I think I've got a lot of interior hungry slags on my feed I also think that it's um you're right. Yeah, just, just was like somebody there. I'm, not, oh my I'm on God, my you're own. In the house on your own. Jesus yeah, the back door's Christ open. No. <laughs> the back, do you not want to go close it? Nah, it's fine. Oh God, Vic, I wouldn't want to see you die right in front of me. <laughs> just so you know, I would be useless as well because all I do is scream down the microphone. There's literally nothing you could do, mate, if it happens. <laughs> Can we not talk about this anymore? No, I know. Okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. I I also did a workout this morning, Laura. Did you? Lifted some KGs, KG, no, wait a minute, K, yeah, that's right, KGs. KGs? <laughs> 12 of them. 12 hungry KGs. Oh my God, it's so hard though. I've got this kettlebell, it's killer. So what is it, 12? 12, yes. Quite good, heavy, nice, like Quite it. good, heavy. <laughs> so uh, my lifting is four in each arm, so eight. Yeah. You work your way up, mate. You'll be all right. Sounds pathetic, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. And you you got to, everyone's got to start somewhere, haven't they? I've been doing it for ages. I've been lifting weights for a year now. So it's taken me a year to get to that point. A deadlift 20. Yeah, that's good. Oh, fucking hell, mate. I'm, I'm dreading the next 48 hours of my life, to be honest. It's so mad, though, because what it's like, what, what's happening is you're just, you're fucking up your muscles in order yeah. for them to repair themselves to get strong, guys. So, well, do you want to know an interesting fact that yeah, I learned factoid. today? Yeah, I, I learned is that you know how like our knee-jerk reaction to lose weight is to run. Yeah, and the problem with running is you burn calories for as long as you run for. So if you yeah. run for ten minutes, you burn ten, ca- you know, calories within those ten minutes. But when you 
lift weights and do like strong, heavy cardio, it actually continues to burn calories because your body is having to re- work at repairing the yeah. muscle for what it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. So that's why you continue to burn calories when you do those kinds of exercises, because it's the fact that your body's like, oh my God, these muscles are really bad. I need a repair Let's of them. Let's fix them. Let's knit yeah. them back together. I think that's so incredible. It justifies me eating absolute shit for the rest of the day. Oh no, that's the problem though, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> okay, I actually need to try and eat healthily as well as exercise, but God, sometimes that's just too boring. I think yeah. I do the exercise for my brain. And I do like to have a strong body as well, but it's mainly for my brain. Cause I, you know, if I go two, two, three days without doing exercise, I really start to notice that mentally I'm like, although I have had a, I've had a difficult week on the uh, just general overthinking anxiety vibes. Mm. Um, but then decorating, you know, has kind of alleviated it a little bit. Cause it's made me focus on something else other than my own crippling thoughts. Well, that's I mean? the whole point of things that are, um, you know, like colouring in gardening, yeah. whatever the fuck it is, upcycling, you know, it's, um, yeah, and it's just, it's breaking that loop of intrusive thoughts or negative yeah. thinking or spiralling thoughts. And then there's a nice outcome at the end in that my kitchen is <sighs> sexy as hell. Oh, I've barely left my bedroom, mate. <laughs> I have, genuinely, I've barely fucking left it. Oh, that's nice. I love it. I'm in love with it. Right, with okay. It. So uh, enough about that chat. I've got a story. Yeah. Nice. Hit us. It doesn't bode well for farm foods again. Oh, God, really? Wow, they're getting a reputation, aren't they? Well, I I mean, it really makes me question whether I want to shop there (laughs) with this kind of clientele. (laughs) Hen party wife stuck a battered sausage up her chuff outside Hartlepool farm foods. Hen parties these days reach a level of drunken debauchery, which make the average stag night look like a girl guides badge presentation evening. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Although mine was nothing like that. But last Thursday, Helen Lord. I mean, why would you allow your name to be exposed? That can't be a name. Exactly. Took hard partying to a whole new level with an XXX rated sex act outside Hartlepool's branch of cheap and cheerful frozen food outlet farm foods because after buying a battered sausage on her way home from pal jane king's hen night 34 year old helen shoved a deep fried what does that say savaloy pseudo (laughs) is that not what it is (laughs) (laughs) pseudo meat it said pseudo meat what does that mean pretend meat it's so I'll spell it to you. Okay, it's hilarious. <laughs> P S E U D I. Oh, yeah, pseudo meat. So that, yeah. that normally means that it's not actually meat. It's like pretend pseudo. Well, like, I mean, there's nothing about a battered sausage. Yeah, true. Real sausage, there's very little there? meat in that. Very little pig. Um, uh, so sorry, pseudo meat up her minge near the front entrance of the store. Thankfully, did they use the word minge in the in the newspaper? I did. <laughs> We have gone down a peg or two, though, because this is the Sunday sport again, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, near the entrance of the store. Thankfully, it was the middle of the night. No bargain conscious farm food customer was subjected to the bizarre <laughs> display. But married Helen's antics were witnessed by taxi drivers who called the authorities, fearing that she may be a vulnerable person. Last night, Mama Four Helen was reluctant to share her night of passion with the battered sausage. Oh, my God. 
telling our reporter in no uncertain terms to fuck off. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's so horrible that the newspaper have just taken that and bloody published it anyway. But a friend who had been on the uh, headline with it had told us the poor lass doesn't get out much with all the bands, bands, bands. Yeah. Bands. You know what that is? That is a mum that was so fucking desperate to get away from her kids. Went out, got a taste for the booze, had one too many, and well, then she had just Bacardi and Tizer. She had what? Bacardi and Tizer. Fuck off! That sounds. Oh my god, that would be actual rocket fuel. That's so. <laughs> oh god, it says here. <laughs> By half past nine, she was pissed as a fart, and when the stripper came, she was so um she was so near pulled off the poor fucker with, where she nearly pulled his cock off. Uh, <laughs> by eleven, she goes off to the chippy, says that she wants a battered sausage. None of us had any idea that she was going to shove it up her twat. <laughs> but was she on her own then? So at this point, she's like got to the point in the night where she's like, "Fuck, I'm too pissed. I know what I need to do. Is just get some carbs in me, have a bit of have a bit of a chip." Have a little sausage and I'll I'll be all right. And then she was just on her own outside the chip shop and was like, Way! I need to know the sort of context of that scenario. What how it happened, what was going through her head? Was she by herself? I get the impression she's on her own. Do you think she lay down in the street and did it, or was she is it a standing up number? Well, the fact that taxi drivers, I mean the saw that, it. And they went, we need to call somebody. <laughs> I've never been that drunk. Need to call social services for that battered sausage. I mean, I've had yeah. <laughs> social services. The RSPCA, surely. Yeah, the RSPCA. <laughs> Take the pseudo meat back to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I mean, I've had sex in public, but not in not public. Out. Not like out, like oh hi, uh, Colin from over the road. Steve and I have sex in front garden. Not like that. <laughs> but as in, like, I've obviously had sex out, but I've never like. I've never, well, I've never been twatted by a sausage either. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to just put it out there that I've literally never contemplated any food sources as a no. implement for vaginal pleasure at all, ever. Never. No. Not even when I was, you know, um, pre... Ice cubes, pre- maybe. Oh, really? Mm. Pre-dildo um, purchasing age, that uh, was always... I'd find something else, a hairbrush. Remember when we did that... Um, <laughs> Yeah, question about what people masturbate with. That was so funny. We need to do another little poll. I think. Have you ever put a battered sausage up your fanny? That's what we want. Have to you know. no? Have you ever put a food item? Have you ever put a food up your item fanny. up your fanny? So what was it? <laughs> oh my god, that's going to be amazing. I can't fucking wait. Oh so we'll do a poll and then we'll do a question. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, she just must have been so out of it. I've made some really bad decisions. When I've been drunk, um, I mean, I have put sausages that are attached to very terrible men up my fanny, not outside farm foods, but no. on a night out. I, I can honestly out. say I've never even shopped in farm foods. No, I don't think I've ever been there I'm either. Missing out. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and in Scotland as well, that's the second Scottish woman in Scotland to have fucked around near farm foods. Yeah, maybe that's a thing there. I don't know. <laughs> it must be a very popular location. <laughs> I think for me, I just want to know what, what, how does Daily Sport, how do they find these people? In yeah. the nicest way I can say it, how do they find 
because she clearly wasn't like oh yeah i'm gonna give an interview about the fact that oh, I i've got a feeling <clears throat> i reckon one of those taxi drivers they they probably know someone in the police right so if that was in any way connected to the police then they would have had a tip off that this thing happened and then they probably would have gone and found one of those taxi drivers and interviewed them that's what i reckon fucking they're little snakes aren't they just yeah um, i mean thank god else we wouldn't have these headlines to read no exactly no, right. exactly and that was actually sent to us via one of our lovely followers was as it? well. Yeah. Oh, that poor bitch though. You like that is the last thing you bloody want on when well, you do can something you like that. The battle would come off as well. Yeah, but then afterwards, it's like you probably wouldn't even remember the morning. You wake up, and you're like, eh, what's this wee bit of battle in this city? And then be like, what? And then you know, forget it. And then the next thing you know, bloody reporter. You're, and there's the a and saying, there's a picture oh, of you hello. in the Daily Sport. <laughs> there is a picture eagles. of her. <laughs> no, it's just a head, like a headshot. A pixelated type thing. minge. <laughs> a pixelated minge. <laughs> Poor bitch. Oh, I feel dear. really sorry for her. Do you think she ate the sausage afterwards? I just, I think what a waste because to me, I wouldn't orgasm either. So, you know. Well, no, you they're just... pretty floppy, aren't they? Yeah. And, and like then you have the got batter. the batter situation. Oh, God. Yeah, no. And it was so greasy. Yeah. Well, it would be well loose, I guess. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I can't even understand the biometrics of the situation, you know? <laughs> the mechanicals of how you, why, oh. what, when, you know? I just love the thought process of all this. It's like, just look at anything that looks remotely phallic and think, oh, hello. Okay. Yeah, no way you're going later. <gasps> oh, oh, well, to go, good luck to you, love. I am so fucking bored at this hen party. Well, and she's I'm on gonna, her own. She's not even with anyone. Chippy. Yeah, well, she's a tough lass. I've definitely snuck off from a party to go and get food and go home because I know that I'm too drunk. I've done that. Yeah, but I've not then gone, I'm going to fuck myself no. with it. No, <laughs> never have I. <laughs> and if, you, if any listeners out there have, we are not judging you. You know what? let us know the um, story. A chippy tea is like my least favourite takeaway. I, I, I hate chip it. shop food. But the thing is, obviously, with my... Um, oh, yeah, of course. You know... Uh, gallbladderless body I don't process <laughs> stuff like that very well anyway so it's almost not worth me having it but it's Rob's favorite he's northern though I know well Midlands but yeah technically to us well he's like, northern to mate, us that might as well be Scotland mate he's northern to me fucking hell yeah he's well northern to you he loves the chippy tea he loves it well, if he everyone go loves out it. Steve does and, um, to be fair uh, and he has the kids who are like, oh, right, kids, we're going to get a chippy tea and oh, get some mushy peas. Like, oh, you're disgusting. <laughs> oh, mushy peas are so grim. Oh, no, they're the worst, So aren't fucking they? grim. What? Yeah. I mean, actually, uh, there's not many foods that repulse me, but I can't handle mushy peas. You've rank, no. especially chip shop ones. Just, oh, just taste like vomit there's, to me. It's horrible. just the taste of anything. Oh, shit. And the texture's gross. And the and... texture is gross, yeah. It's like what an old person would eat or a baby. <laughs> yeah. No offense. That's to pretty much people. the same thing, to be fair. A baby yeah, and an old may person. As well be. Same thing. <laughs> um, should we have um, another story? I have a voice note. Oh, okay, good. I think we might we've got some tidy up times in the uh in the um email as well, so I'll dig those out. Right, you ready for the voice note? So voice note time. Shit in a box episode. Um with the mum that passed out with IBS. Fun fact for you, I'm a nurse and I have witnessed several, well, more than that, lots of patients pass out whilst trying to poo because they strain so hard and I think the blood supply just goes from the brain. And she must have been straining so hard to keep it in that the same thing happened. Uh, they're known as vasovagal events. 
but yeah the first time you see it it's quite scary and then you just realize it's actually more common than you think so um, love your slags bye fucking passing out from straining so hard how constipated are you but also passing out from holding on yeah a vaso vase is that what a she said? A vaso vase. Oh, that sounds oh, like a nice like perfume. <laughs> yeah, that's so much better than saying I passed out because I was trying not to shit myself. Vaso vase by Chanel. <laughs> oh, I was just I suffered with an acute vaso vase yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? On the way to school, um, there's like we go past this weird little part that's like it's fine in the day, but you know at nighttime you definitely wouldn't want to be yeah. hanging around there. And um, we were walking down there and Oliver was like, mommy, what's that? And there was the most gigantic turd, which was, you know, when you're like, I identify that as human immediately. It just would not have come out from anywhere. And it even had like a little pincher thing on the end where you saw like that the anus would have created that. But fuck my life. It was like an arm. It was so massive. And it was one of those where it wasn't like one solid one. It was made up of lots of compacted, hard little nuggets. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm really, I'm not sure I'm how I feel about you giving such detail. <laughs> what did you just say about their diet? You need to get some fiber in your diet, babe. <laughs> that's, still, oh. that's still, I trust you, that's still Also, it was like, like so public. It still sounds like a topic. Like where it was, mate, it was so public. Like, fucking hell. No, it was a human. <laughs> because then as well, I saw one of the other mums on the school and she was like, fucking hell did you see that turd on the way to school the other day I was like yes I did and we were laughing about it so yeah that was oh that's so good that's hilarious <laughs> that's my chat on the school run on the ramp yeah right oh love it what a way to go um right should we should we have a little tidy up time I'd love a tidy up. well that was a bit of a tidy up wasn't it yeah thank you very much for that viso vase Oh, you know what? We have a little tidy up from the girl that was shitting in a box last week. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Hello, lovely ladies. Happy to hear my story was a shocker for you and probably quite a few listeners. It was quite a lengthy story. I apologize for missing a few things out. So here's a tidy up. By the point it got to me shitting in the bag, I had stopped eating as much. I was exhausted, needed my bed and fully desperate for it to be over and refused to go from the sixth floor to the bottom floor. And as graphic as it sounds, (laughs) nothing but dribble shit was coming out. But yes, I did change the bag daily. (laughs) Oh, thank God for that. Where did she do it? Did she did she like have to walk down the six flights of stairs to dispose yeah, of the bag? Or did she just fling it out the back window? She just fling it out the fucking window. I'm like, there's someone keeps slinging shit out the back. Oh my god! And since that experience, that boyfriend and I became extremely obsessed with cleanliness and being drug free, as to avoid stooping that ever again. So wait a minute, was he there then? Was he there also shitting in the back? Were they sharing? No, a shit because bag? if she, if you remember rightly, she like. She ate pizza, she had sex with him, she smoked some of his weed. Yeah, but then was she on her own in that house? Maybe because it sounds like oh, maybe now she's going to do a tidy up 2.0 here. Oh my God. But listen, the boyfriend I was dating ended up getting the gastroenteritis too, which in my opinion, he deserved it because he was cheating. But you could say his living conditions were stroke still are your nightmare. Clothes on the floor so you can't walk. Two dead hamsters in a cage what? under what? the car. What? 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 <laughs> sheets not changed since his last girlfriend. A biscuit stroke pizza under the sheets to save for later. Oh my! Oh, good. Mate, Lord. can we this just is like rewind? an episode of Hoarders? Isn't can it? we? 
fucking hell. Have you ever seen that episode of, of Hoarders where the guy says to the lady, you wouldn't cope with this very well. <laughs> the guy said to the lady, do you know what all of like this stuff is everywhere? And she was like, yeah, it's dust. And he was like, it's fecal matter. Oh my God. So she had shit into the toilet up and out and yeah. then she'd shit into buckets, shit into bags. And it was just it, like, it was just shit and piss everywhere. She's making and- this shit in a box girl that like, bloody, you know. <laughs> fucking amateur. Mrs. Inch. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was bad. She oh, was really shocked. Bad. She was like, "Are you kidding me?" And he was like, "No, no." Oh my not. god, do you remember that show, "How Clean Is Your House" with Aggie yeah. and Kim? Oh, I used yeah. to love that, and it became. Now, I'm just going to let you know, sweetheart, that your house is actually covered in fecal matter. <laughs> no, she was my favorite with the mad hair, you know, yeah. up like that. Didn't she go into Big Brother and like have like loads of rocks because she was really offensive to everyone? She was on I'm a Celebrity. That's it, I'm a Celebrity. And she did, Steve, I mean, I don't know how many fucking years ago it was that she was on it, but Steve and I still make the gag sound that she did when she had to do the food tasting thing. <laughs> it is by far the funniest bit of TV you will ever watch. Oh, was she still, did she still have a hairpiece in when she was doing it? Oh, mate, yeah. Yeah, she's like one of those old school women that would just never, ever not look like that. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) You're never, ever doing the school run with no makeup on. You'll never, ever hear a gag. Oh, you'll have to send it to me. It was so deep within her throat. I think the microphone must have picked up. It was like, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. But Steve and I have not stopped laughing about that. And that was probably about 12 years ago. Oh, we've got a voice note on email. Should we listen to this one? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, oh, let's have a look then. Let's open this music player. Oh, wait a minute. That is actually someone. What the fuck, Vic? Oh my God, did I leave the front door open? Oh, sake, I left the fucking keys in the door. Vic, I'm living. I do this all right the time. And I wouldn't have been able to do a fucking thing and you would have traumatised me forever. <laughs> I've lost my it best friend. It wouldn't matter friend. that I was dead, but no, yeah. <laughs> you selfish guy. Uh, I'd have trauma. I'd um, have trauma, yeah. It's all, it's all okay. I, I would do that all the time. I'm so bad for it. I have such a sieve-like memory. It's insane. Anyway, uh, what was I doing? Oh yeah, I was getting that voice note. Let's try and find that. Um, so basically, Vic's issues with her foxes and last week's episode with all the animal banter reminded me of a tale from uh, about 15 years ago when I lived in my hometown of Bunbury, West Australia. In 19-year-old me and my then-boyfriend, our ex, had a bender one night and I had to go to work the next day. I worked in a pharmacy. Um, so I was at the back desk and he visited me. And I said, for the love of God, please, I need a bacon double cheeseburger. Um, So off he went. Came back half an hour to an hour later with um, a glass statue of a dolphin. He said he saw it and he thought I'd like it. I said, what I'd like was the fucking burger I asked for. Um, And when have I ever mentioned even liking dolphins? Anyway, I raged for a bit. Um... And obviously the story became like a legend, got round to all our friends and family. And then for every bloody birthday, Christmas, Easter, anything after that, I'd get dolphin presents, rings, bracelets, fucking more statues. And yes, you guessed it, a dolphin shaped vibrator. Have you ever mistakenly been given, or not even mistakenly, have you ever been given a present that you're just like, 
who the fuck are like do you have any idea who I am yeah I've, I've said about it before the what my the owl clock my dad got oh, me yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> and he's my dad like of all people you've known me since birth what do you think about dolphins I love them do you I love them I'm not, I'm not, not oh, yeah but I'm a real nature buff don't forget that I but love wildlife are you like one of those people say oh my back of this I gotta swim with dolphins or have you already done it you've already done it are you not allowed to swim with dolphins well for anybody that's watched the cove oh yeah I now Steve and I massively regret it but we were one of those cunts that definitely swam with dolphins in the Dominican <laughs> Republic then. I was like what's happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah no with Steve and I like we feel really bad about the fact we did it because ignorantly we had no idea about obviously what they do to dolphins or the conditions of them right and um, so yeah we feel really bad but yeah I was one of those dickheads that paid <laughs> and we got the dickhead pictures as well with the dolphin do they still do it I don't know when did we go to Dominican like 14 years ago okay, so yeah no idea yeah. yeah yeah it's not it's not, I've never no no thanks I hate the sea don't I so no yeah. thanks a sea oh God, and a I live love- animal that could attack me even though they're supposed to be friendly like whatever I don't trust anything friendly <laughs> I don't trust. Thing is, when we went on that dolphin, there was this guy and his family. I think I've spoken about it before. There was this guy, and he was a much older guy, and clearly his family had had paid for him to do it because he obviously really wanted to do it. I feel really bad for laughing. (laughs) But he he couldn't swim at all. Oh my god, what a shit present for someone that can't swim. And he had his life jacket on and we're in this like watered arena and his, his family are all there taking pictures of him and we're all in a line like treading water like you do. And he's just fucking like drifting out. No, he's just drinking because he's got his life jacket on. He can't get his legs down. So he's literally just floating on the top of the water. And the guy was like, hey there, hey. <laughs> and he was just floating. Like, I actually made a joke and went, hey there, oh, laying with the sharks there. <laughs> he was like drifting further and further away from the dolphin enclosure and more to where the sharks were. And Steve and I, oh God, I couldn't even look. I couldn't make a Mate, That is funny. That is I funny. was just, you know, he was desperately trying to be part. <laughs> and you know, his family's like hey you're there and he's like i can't swim <laughs> floating oh dear like a, a useless bit of flop skank <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i love dolphins i love them I, yeah i'm I, not i'm not bothered yeah i'm over it I'm over it. I'm not even from Australia, but yeah, whatevs. Don't leave you find the Australian accent so beautiful? Yeah, I love it. It's the best one. I was doing it in the car to myself earlier. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> Don't I weed a little bit then? That's so I do that a lot. Oh, Don't you? I love you so much. <laughs> Oh god! I was like, oh, I love a little practice. I haven't done it for a while. No, so I mean, this is a thing though, because when I play with the kids, I go like full immersive 
um, yeah. character actor. What's it mm. called when you do that? Method acting. I do method acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do it all the time. And um, I'll just like get into character. And then that's the only kind of play that I like doing with the kids, really, is when I, you know, become someone else. <laughs> and I'm and not I me. pretend to not be me when I can escape my demons. <laughs> exactly. And they fucking love it. They think it's brilliant. And I'll just be like, I think my medieval peasant is my favourite one. <laughs> can I hear that, please? Oh, he talks like that. Um, and I just put on a little like thing, and I'm all. You make me it. sound like such a shit mum. No, don't be silly. I, I you know, I'm I, sorry. I that wasn't like a. I didn't engaged. mean that in like a. You know, make you feel like you have to justify the fact that I'm not a shit mum. I know that I'm a great mum. You are a great mum. Thank you. I appreciate that. You don't have that. to pretend to be a, a medieval pe- peasant. <laughs> well, I feel on. like I need to. <laughs> I feel like I need to. You know what's um, funny is, right, we had a kid round um, for a little play date after school the other day. And I forget that probably, like, my behaviour is not very normal. <laughs> so me doing all that shit. And I was doing that. And this kid who's, you know, six years old, she was literally looking at me like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but I do think that a lot about... Um, me generally. Of, no, no. Some of Toby's and Elliot's friends. Because I deliberately get to know all of their names so that I can, you know, when they Interact. talk to me about them, I can understand that who they are. And then I see them and I go, hi, uh, you know, Eloisa. And, or, you know, all right, uh, Brian. I mean, none of this makes the cool <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any of their names. You know, when you're like trying to conceal their names to yeah, protect them. Yeah, think of is their actual One of them name. is not Brian. No. <laughs> and, and they look at me like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And Elliot's got to that age now where he's like, please, will you stop Yeah, that he would be embarrassing. Friends? Yeah. Please, please. And even his friends have got to a point now where they look at me like I'm a bit of shit on their shoe. <laughs> and I'm like, how are you? How's your mum? Yeah. You try to be down with them. Down with I, try, I try to be down with them, yeah. And also the fact that I am quite strange, just generally. Yeah. I'm a very strange person. But I do find uh, I, can, I can interact with kids better than I can adults. They're not as judgy. Although I did feel like I was being judged. <laughs> It sounds like you were being judged. <laughs> she was more in absolute shock of like, what is this? I think I want my mum to come and put me up now. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I'm terrified. Um, right, we've got a... Um, we've got this is a good one actually okay so we've got a little agony aunt about this is in the title agony aunt about cunty people and first time pregnancy that sounds like my kind of uh, agony aunt i'm a youngish person pregnant with my first baby we're very excited i'm just at the start of my second trimester and i'm not really showing yet just look a bit squishy i've always had a good you should put that in inverted um Commas. body and I've always been conscious about gaining weight and I've suffered with bulimia in the past but I've worked really hard to fully accept that my body's doing something incredible and it really doesn't matter still looking after myself and trying to eat well but not obsessing over the weight gain but this is the ranty bit everyone is obsessed with my body mm. your face is filling out your waist is gone your back looks fatter oh my god who's fucking saying that who fucking says you, your back's got fat your boobs are to say a few i mean i'm not even showing yet why why does my body matter and why do people think it's their place to comment these are people close to me and family 
Everyone I speak to just stares at my belly. What's the baby going to do? Jump out and say hello? It seriously fucks me off. I'm literally creating a new person. And still, the most interesting thing about me is my body. Mm. Yes, I'm asking for advice how to cope with this because I guess it's only going to get worse. And any first-time mum tips and tricks, greatly appreciated. P.S. The podcast literally makes me piss myself. I tell everyone to go listen. So oh, this I is, mean, mate, this is the thing, right? In pregnancy, it's this bizarre time in your life where as if women's bodies weren't sort of owned and dictated by society anyway but mm. it's even more so when you're pregnant and it's yeah. like you lose all autonomy over yeah. even to the fact that people like just fucking randomly touch you yeah she's just such a it's such a breach of your like physical space and boundaries and whatever it's like absolutely no respect for it and it, it's weird because obviously I've, i think i see pregnant women and I do instinctively want to be like, touch their belly. There's something really beautiful and tactile about it. And you want to, but equally when you're on the receiving end of it, it's just like, oh, no. Yeah. You know, like someone it didn't bother me so much people doing it for me. I think it's really disappointing that she has battled bulimia and that her family feel it's appropriate to pass comment on, on a, body yeah because she's already overcome such a massive struggle Mm. and that must be really really triggering for her to hear someone saying you're getting fat and yeah of course it is yeah that's yeah I feel really sorry for her and I'm really sorry people are doing that to you especially close friends and family they should fucking know better you know of all the people that you have in your life they should definitely know better than to do that well I getting involved in the convoy as always stop is it indie yeah fucking bitch (laughs) bitch. (laughs) she's just really passionate about pregnant bodies that's all she's she's coming up the rear she's an advocate she's She's an advocate advocate for the belly bump accept yourself for who you are um but also like well done her for acknowledging the fact that she doesn't like it rather than being like oh no i'm just gonna have to accept it like you're allowed to not like that and you know it's you you are right Vic you know we almost kind of like give ourselves over yeah when we become pregnant it's like part and parcel of being pregnant is that people are allowed to comment on the way that you look yeah it's really weird I I actually write about this in my book Laura oh do you welcome to motherhood bitches there's a whole uh chapter on it in fact um that's about getting body confidence back after having a baby but it talks about pregnancy and how in pregnancy like pregnant women I think that's the time in your life when you're revered as being your at your absolute most beautiful in a way because you know it's that whole concept of like the pregnancy glow whatever which for some people they do get that other people like me don't but it's like you go from just being you know ordinary like everyone else being pregnant and then being this like really put on a pedestal kind of you know I mean it doesn't really sound like people are doing that here because they are saying look at your back look at this blah 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 but it's like your public property do you know what I mean yeah I know like sort what who I've never noticed someone having more back fat than they did before I mean I'm, I will let you know that I have a lot of back fat it weirdly even though I'm slim like I've got like that is where I store you store <laughs> it needs, everything it needs its own fucking bra mate I need to wear a bra <laughs> on the front and on the back it's so I've got such a lot of back fat it's really weird I have uh, quite a lot of back fat I, I never know. used to have that but I've got it now um so let's all embrace the back fat yeah yeah let's just love let's be here for it but what do you do in those in those moments then when someone is saying inappropriate things and this applies to anybody really not when you're Mm. just pregnant but 
it's that it's always that thing of overcoming the awkwardness of I think like every we all just have this desire to please people and you know just get on and not not confront people and just you know I don't know it's almost like sacrificing your own comfort for their Mm. comfort Mm. so it's about saying fuck that shit man and just actually saying something and yeah it might be a bit jarring to that person but it needs to be because it's not appropriate and they should be saying those things and they should be touching you so what words what words would come out of your mouth um I think it's difficult because like you say confrontation is quite a tricky one and you know it's a it's a I don't know it's a hard one to manage especially with family going back to the whole family thing one of two options either inwardly acknowledging actually I don't really feel like that's helpful and say inwardly whatever it is you're thinking just to release that level of tension of them feeling like they're entitled to that ownership over you Mm. or or just saying you know what I I really don't want to hear that like actually that doesn't make me feel very good yeah actually I don't think you want to say that to make me feel sad and that does make me feel sad yeah just kind of making them be responsible for themselves and if they turn around and go well that's not what I meant it by you are still entitled to your feeling of going but that's how I've taken it yeah so please don't do it anymore yeah because the other thing about confrontation like that is you only have to do that one maybe two times and they won't do it again yeah exactly and then if there are any snide remarks that are made like oh I mustn't say anything about her size that's when you're good. like you're no fine. you're right well done you've listened then thanks yeah. so much for acknowledging the fact that I don't want you to talk about my size yeah you as a family member have known what I've gone through and I'm sorry you should know better yeah yeah and it might be a bit awkward but I think it's worth it for them you know yeah. not doing it again and then, uh, then you'll, you'll also get people that just don't fucking pay any attention and just do it anyway because I've had but that. then I think those are the people through your pregnancy you should distance yourself from yeah because if they make you feel like a bag of shit oh you know what I've only had this conversation recently with one of my children if someone makes you feel like a bag of shit you have to question why you're around them yeah. and like what purposes it is for you that you be with them be in their presence it's not about cutting them out of your life but just being like you know what I'm going to put a bit of distance here for me not for that per- that person might not like it but I'm not them I'm me and I need to protect myself yeah you know so it's it's all well and good to be able to sit there and go well I wouldn't do it this way well I'm not you I'm me so fuck you you can don't be a cunt hands off the bump Love it. More so. Don't you can't hands off the bump. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound right when I say it. <laughs> it's probably my my fang Kelty. It's my medieval peasant it's voice. It's your medieval why. peasant voice, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that how I always sound? <laughs> <laughs> it's that what whole thing as well. I, I I agree with you. And I think, yeah, it's it's just a just it's hard, but you could just say, Oh, I don't think that's appropriate. And that's mm. it. You don't have to say anything else. You don't have to explain yourself. Just literally just, just cut it short. Just be like, mm. I'd rather you didn't make those comments. That's it. You don't have to justify it. It's your right to do that. And I, I bet you anything, it's like, you know, they'll be like, oh, all right. Don't get your knickers in a twist. That yeah, that's where I think it will go as well. But that's only because they're, you know, shocked that you've actually put a boundary in. And yeah. it makes them realize that they're being a dick essentially and boundaries it? don't they're not they're not an easy thing to set no, they're not comfortable but they are important yeah you know, because they're a, a 
a course of action for you they to benefit you and I think that's probably why they can be so uncomfortable because if we don't actively kind of put them in place then we are vulnerable right yeah and we we then become accustomed to looking after everybody else's emotions and not our own yeah exactly and then that kind of is that whole external validation instead of internal validation God, it's just my lord everything's so complicated it really is why can't it just be straightforward man? <laughs> navigating life is just a constant battle isn't it oh it's exhausting it's fucking exhausting but um hey oh, well. on that note <laughs> let's finish this and go for a nap <laughs> Uh, if you want to send us your email, your emails, yeah, send us an email. Yeah, crack on. If you want to send us, um, oh fucking hell, what's wrong with me? An uh, email? Yeah, if you want to send us a story. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send us a story, a agony on, a funny headline, whatever you like, you can email us at noholesbardpodcast at gmail.com or what else can we do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at No Holes Bard Podcast and you can sign on into our DMs with voice notes. Oh, obviously, you can get voice notes via email now as yeah. well. That's the amazing. Technology is amazing. Who knew? Who um, knew? And, and obviously, always write into our story. And if if I remember, I will put a poll up and a question and we'll have that. Oh, for yeah, next we should week. definitely do that. That would That's be really exciting. That's, That's a, a really good, one. good. I feel very excited by the question one. I bet, I bet loads of people have objects. done that, mate. Oh mate, we will have so fucking many. Yeah, I'm going in. I think top five, top five. Oh, that's quite a lot in it. Top five. Um, I think top three. Let's go top three. Top five is a lot. Cucumber, cucumber, aubergine, aubergine. You having a laugh? You see the girl on an aubergine? Yeah, I think I bet an aubergine. Yeah, maybe a carrot. Maybe a carrot's more realistic. Um, and I'm going to go rogue here. Leek. Oh god, it's got a lot of purchase on it. It's well long, isn't it? Maybe I've just planted the seed in someone's head there. <laughs> Get to it, <laughs> lady. About it, a leak. I don't think a battered sausage is going to be up there. You need to. I think. Well, we'll discuss chocolate. this next week. I bet chocolate's up there. Chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the whole chomp thing, 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 wasn't there? Yeah. Oh yeah, Mars chomp. <laughs> I'm not a chomp. <laughs> a chomp's so small. Chomp, <laughs> isn't it? For a tiny cooch, I guess. <laughs> Not for my pre-baby days. I need a fucking family-sized bar of dairy milk, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even touch the sides. All right. Um, we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.